Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show for the week of October 28th. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the week of Halloween and we're going to welcome Sean of the band Letting Go, the New Hampshire uh, hardcore outfit. They have a, a new record out and uh, Sean's going to let us know a little bit about the new record and a whole lot more. So coming up next, this is the Halloween edition of the Roman Show, which starts right now. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Blind. Go. We're go. GNC, we're go. Down here, go. FAO, we are down. Network, go. Discovery, go. Capcom, we're go flight. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. I am your host, Rodolfo Roman. Thank you very much for tuning in on this episode. We have Sean of Letting Go joining us in just a few here on this show. Uh, their new record uh, is already available. You can find it on Spotify and all the streaming services. Something to me is the single. You can hear that again on the streaming services. We got a great opportunity to speak to him. And I got to tell you, you have to check out this band. Absolutely awesome. We'll definitely get you going uh, on your day. That's Letting, letting Go uh, joining us in just a few minutes. band. Jay from the band, or Sean from the band, will be joining us here in just a few. All right, ladies and gentlemen, like to get some of the stuff out of the way. Make sure you follow us on social media at the Roman Show on Twitter, Roman Show Media on Facebook, and on Instagram and YouTube. Our Roman O two O one, and we're always live on our website, theRomanShow.com. Collar and elbow. You need to visit the website Collar and Elbow because you need to get yourself a T-shirt. These T-shirts are not your typical cartoonish type of looking things are very uh you can take them anywhere you want so visit collar and elbow brand.com collar and elbow brand.com that is a website that you need to visit and make sure you use the promo code the roman show all in caps all in caps the roman show and you'll get a little percentage off that's collar and elbow brand.com and check out some of the new merchandise they got going of collar and elbow Started by legendary pro wrestler, Mr. Al Snow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that, you know, you got you to gotta shed some weight, right? Well, the place to go is Fight Club in Doral, located in the city of Doral, right off the 836, right there on uh, 12th Street Northwest. Check them out. Very affordable, and you have an opportunity to train Mixed martial arts, jiu-jitsu, uh, Muay Thai, boxing, and of course you have the, the weight room and then many other classes such as CrossFit. So make sure you visit Fight Club in Doral. Reach out to Henry Morales and let them know that the Roman Show sent you. Alright, we're going to get things started here. Talk some pro wrestling on this segment that we like to call Reality Check. And now... It's time to give you a reality check. 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 Reality check
This year was made over the weekend, WWE's Evolution. It is the first all-woman pay-per-view took place in New York. And I have to say, it was amazing. It was great. It was about damn time the ladies get an opportunity to shine. Of course, everyone is talking about the Becky versus Charlotte match for the SmackDown Women's title. They definitely pushed the envelope on this match. Charlotte sacrifices her body as she was powerbombed onto a table on the outside. And the whole story behind it is just so great. Becky wanting to be that heel, but she's really accepted by the crowd. Charlotte, who's the face, ended up being hated by the crowd. And it's a really typical old school type of wrestling. Becky reminds me of a Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, she wants to be a heel, but she's just liked by the people. And she's getting an opportunity to really take that to the next level as now she will be facing Ronda Rousey in Survivor Series. Both of them will be going toe-to-toe, SmackDown Champion versus Raw Champion. As of right now, that is the match that we have for Survivor Series. It seems like we're going to have a SmackDown versus Raw type of pay-per-view in Survivor Series. We don't know all the information or details yet, but uh, I personally thought Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch the way that they pushed Lynch so 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 much, I was looking at seeing her at a at a WrestleMania. This is a WrestleMania match between Ronda Rousey and Lynch. I really thought they were gonna give it to Nia Jax, which is believable. You know, Ronda Rousey, Nia Jax. It, it really does seem like Nia Jax could defeat Ronda Rousey uh, because of you know she's just a powerful woman. But Becky, Becky, of course, can deliver. She can carry the match. It's not going to be what we saw with Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella. Of course, there was a lot of hype going into that match. I was looking forward to it, but it really didn't deliver. In fact, I would have had Becky Lynch and Charlotte as the main event. But Ronda Rousey, they put her as the faces of the women's division. Uh, Hence, that is why she ended up being the main event. But absolutely amazing show for for the ladies. I'm sure they're going to duplicate this sometime, maybe next year. I don't think that it's going to happen every other month, but this could lead, and I, we talked about this in the previous episode, that it could lead maybe to an hourly show, why not, there's a lot of women, and we can build upon those storylines, and we can still have them on the main, main roster, but I really think that there is some sort of desire of seeing these ladies have their own program, and why not, you have the WWE Network, you can produce it, why not, just have like an NXT for, for women, why not? It's a great opportunity to get us to know them a little better. And, I mean, they put on a great show. They've given them the opportunity, and they're running with it. I think it will be great. Crown Jewel is on Friday at noon Eastern time. It's taking place in Saudi Arabia. This pay-per-view has been dealt with a lot of pushback because of the whole Saudi Arabia situation that they allegedly killed a Washington Post journalist. John Cena is not flying to Saudi Arabia. Either is Daniel Bryan in protest of the WWE going out there and supporting in some sort of way Saudi Arabia despite of the accusations that they have been dealt with. Therefore, Bobby Lashley has stepped in for John Cena. And as of the recording of this, there are no official word what is going to happen with Daniel Bryan as he is scheduled to take on AJ Styles. There was a conversation that perhaps these two can wrestle in a match, but it will be pre-taped and aired during the pay-per-view. There has no official word been given to that, 
We're just going to have to wait and see. Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar are now taking on each other for the vacant Universal Championship. But there are alleged rumors that Drew McIntyre can join the party and make this a three-way dance as it was originally advertised. But we'll have to wait until the pay-per-view itself. And we have the World Cup Tournament. Guys like Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Kurt Angle, Dolph Ziggler are all a part of. Sadly, this WWE crown jewel, they built it up to be this great thing in Saudi Arabia. Now they don't even mention the place, the location where it's being filmed or recorded or broadcasted from because of the situation with Saudi Arabia. WWE has gone on the defense and stated that, listen, we have a compromise. We, 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 the business that we did with Saudi Arabia, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and we will move forward with our production. Many people are saying, hey, listen, why don't you do the show in the States? Call it Crown Jewel. But WWE kept to the word. It's business. And they will be in Saudi Arabia this Friday. And you can catch all the action on the WWE Network Friday at noon, which is great. You're at lunchtime. You can start watching the pay-per-view. I'm sure it'll be about three, four hours. You also have the main event, which is DX versus the Brothers of Destruction and Kane and Undertaker. So good stuff coming out of this this event. It's going to be fun, fun to watch. We're just going to have to see some of the backlash afterwards, what happens. And and I, I'm curious to see if even there will be an announcement of saying where the show is taking place. Are they just going to forego that? Just say, hey, welcome to Crown Jewel. It'd be curious... I'd be curious to see what's going to happen on Friday as the WWE prepares to fly to Saudi Arabia. Well, over the weekend also, NXT superstars Fabian and the Street Profits, they all won championships of Evolve. This is quite interesting because these guys are a part of NXT and they're winning titles on Evolve, an indie promotion. Goes to figure, you know, I think that we're coming closer to getting an Evolve, to getting all these other indie promotions on the WWE Network. There have been rumors that they're going to increase the pay and then you will get in return all these indie promotions. You got to also remember that a lot of these faces that you see on NXT and even on the main roster at one point took place in these indie promotions. So the WWE wants the library or they want the live feed and plus it gives you something else to watch in the network. It gives you the the opportunity or rumors that it was going to cre- increase from ten to fourteen ninety five, which will include all the indie shows. Again, this is just something that was said, hasn't been written in stone. There has been some surveys gone around. Maybe perhaps you ran into one asking individuals what they feel or how do they feel about adding other promotions such as an Evolve or CCW uh, over in California. And I think I think it'd be great. You know, it gives an opportunity to see more stuff if you're a big wrestling fan. So why not? If you're a big fan, shed the extra five bucks, and you're going to see great events like Evolve and many of the other independent promotions. And you get to see the future because that is where they start eventually. All right, folks, we're going to welcome Sean of Letting Go to talk about their latest record coming up next on The Roman Show. Welcome back, everyone, to The Roman Show. Make sure to follow us 
on her socials, Roman Show Media on Facebook and Instagram, and The Roman Show on Twitter. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you got to check out this band, Very Young, but they're already kicking butt with their album already, available for streaming on Spotify and the other services. Something to tell me. Right now on the line, we have Sean of Letting Go. What's up, Sean? Hey, man. How you doing? Oh, awesome, dude. Thanks so much for your time. And uh, Sean, I mean, the album's out. It's available for streaming as we speak or for purchase. Uh, something to tell me. Tell us a little bit about the album uh, and the inspiration behind it. Well, well, first of all, I, I hate to have to do this on your own show, but That's I'll, all right. I'll correct one thing. Uh, right. The album is called uh, Something To Me. Something To Me, sorry. I got the no, wrong... Not, uh, not, not, a problem, right. not a problem at all, man. Appreciate the time anyways. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, this album, it really came almost out of nowhere. We started writing an EP um, well over a year ago. Basically scrapped all of it except for one song. And when we were going to go back and rewrite the whole EP, we decided we wrote so much material, we wanted to write a full length. And so we went with that idea. The songs came together very easily, very naturally, and uh, went into the studio this past February with a favorite producer of ours, Jay Moss, uh, who's from Defeater. He's done Bane. He's done all, all... all types of phenomenal hardcore and metalcore records mm-hmm. and it was just a dream come true to work with them and we're so happy with the outcome and the response so far yeah because they see you got lost time back in 2016 and you had the wasteland vacant you, you started releasing well vacant was was this year but a little bit later you were releasing some music and then you got everything together uh which put something to me 10 songs again available right now and looking at it, um, you got several tracks here, but but the focus one there is Frey. Frey is, is is the focus track here. Tell us the lyrics behind this song. Yeah, so Frey, Frey was the last song we finished on the album. Um, that song is it really correlates with the whole album. Um, that song is really about dealing with friends and family that. Um, and, and relationships even that you you have to leave behind and more importantly Frey is really about the world kind of closing in on you and um, has to deal a lot with uh, depression and not really knowing your escape and you know feeling like you're at the end of the line and really dealing with those types of emotions now are there any other songs out there from the the ten tracks you have Wasteland, Glasshouse? Um, anyone that really you really associate yourself the most that when you look back, uh, you know, it takes you back to that moment when you're writing, something that inspired you. Uh and, and is is which particular one do you look forward to performing live on stage? I think for me, um, the last track on the album, What Made Me Whole, really resonates with me. Um, that song is really about seeing people that you love going down the wrong path and they don't want to help themselves and trying to figure out what you can do and if you can do anything even and trying to sort out those types of emotions. Um, You know, because a lot of people will write about personal addictions and personal um, struggles and stuff like that. But a lot of people don't talk about the other side of it, the people that those people are affecting during that type of circumstance 
and I personally love playing that song. Um, we've played it a few times on our last tour. Um, it's not always going to be in our set, but every time we play it, I fully look forward to playing it. I, I love it, and I love the emotion behind it. So how do you decide when you're going to play that track or other tracks that aren't played in, in other cities that you guys visit? Well, we tend to vary our set um, kind of based on the lineup and the crowd that we're going to be playing to because we're we're not the heaviest band. We will never um, we'll, we'll never claim to be so. But on occasions, we'll play shows and we are the heaviest band. And we like to showcase that and we like to bring that out. And other times, we like to show the other things we have to offer. Songs like Fray, for example, is, is much more ballady. Um, and songs like what, you know, what we're talking about, What, what Made Me Whole, um, is a very, very emotional song um, more than it is a heavy song. So, how so we, we like to mix it up. So how did Letting Go get started? How did it come about and, and, and Letting Go? Why the, the name to the band? Um, me and the vocalist Eric were in a previous band and that band had dismantled we were really trying to figure out what to do and we started looking at um, other projects to get into but really wanting to keep our sound and um, like our message behind everything so we also started looking uh, for members and what happened was we posted ads on Facebook and Craigslist, hmm. and we actually found our two members, um, Andrew, who plays guitar, and Zach, who plays bass, on Craigslist. Wow. So th they came to try out after a couple tryouts, a few hits and misses that we've had, and we meshed immediately, um, really just immediately started writing, which uh, became Lost Time. And... Before that, you know, we were really in the trial stages, really feeling everything out. And the so we were looking for a name for a really long time. And I was actually driving around listening to one of my favorite bands, Circus of Ive, uh, the On Letting Go album. And it was on that track, the title track of that album, that I just messaged my whole band. And I was like, I found the name. It's Letting Go. And it fit our personality perfectly because with me and Eric, we had some animosity brewing um, with our members leaving. We kind of felt betrayed and stranded, really, our previous members anyways. And, you know, in order for this band to succeed, we really had to let go of those emotions and just do us. This is a new thing, new name, new everything, and just go forward from there. Interesting enough, that pretty that name represents pretty much the the trials and tribulations that the band has been through. Exactly, yeah. So you guys were on tour back in August. Uh, what are the plans? Are we going to be touring back in, in fall or early next year? Uh, in, in in light of the new album. Yeah, we're we're um, we're kind of sitting at home now. We've we've got a bunch of New England shows coming up this fall and going into early winter. And we've got a few plans in the uh, tour plans in the works, looking at possibly um, January or February, a few options up in the air. And um, definitely next spring, next summer, just really, really hitting the road hard. 
been really getting after it. That uh, tour on August is pretty good. You went you went south of Georgia uh, and visited a couple of other states. Yeah, that was really big for us. Um, we've been we've been kind of creeping our way down the East Coast um, on, on our past previous tours, weekend runs, and stuff like that. And this tour, you know, we just really tried to extend it as far as we could. Went like from basically as far west as Ohio. We were able to play Sandusky, Ohio. And then we had a day off and had to drive all the way down to Atlanta, Georgia, which was a pretty gnarly drive. Um, lucky enough to stop in Nashville, spend our day off in Nashville, and then rip up at Atlanta, Georgia the very next day, which was probably the best show on tour. We met some amazing people at an amazing show. And Atlanta and down south is just such a good scene. We just can't wait to extend it further. Yes, sir. You got to extend it all the way to Florida, somewhere in the south, south Florida. Yeah, man. We wanted Florida real bad. Real, real bad. Well, hopefully you guys could add us here. Yeah, we'll definitely be down there, especially in the winter. We got to get out of the snow up north here. Yes, you, you, yes, you really do. I know how 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 nasty you can get out there, but we sun is always shining out here. Uh, in Florida, so you'll you'll definitely uh, enjoy that, and we always keep the pit warmed up for you guys. Oh, beautiful! I love it. Uh, Sean, well, thanks so much for your time, man. And again, something to me available right now uh, from Letting Go. Check out the the, uh, the album available on all streaming services, and uh, we look forward to see you on tour on the road, Sean, with uh, the band Letting Go. And and you're always welcome here on the program. Anything else you want to add? Just anyone listening, definitely check out the album, Something to Me. It's out everywhere. We got music videos out online. We've got content everywhere. You can follow anything on Letting Go Official, Letting Go NH, all the platforms. It's all there. Um, and Roman, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. And I guess that's about it, man. Hope, yeah. hope everyone likes the music. You got it, dude. Thanks so much. Rock on. And hope to see you very soon out here in Florida. And Again, we'll keep that pit for you warmed up. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Well, there you go. Make sure you check out Letting Go's new music. Available now on all streaming services. Rock on. Well, Ben Askren and Demetrius Johnson... These two are making headlines because it is the first time in mixed martial arts history where two promotions trade fighters. DJ, of course, the flyweight champion, phenomenal fighter. He defeated almost everyone they put in their way until he lost to Henry Cejudo and he lost the title not too long ago. But Demetrius Johnson just wanted out of the UFC. He was a guy that, yes, pound for pound, one of the best in MMA. However... He just didn't have the it factor. What is the it factor? Well, the Conor McGregor. The talking trash. Doing all this, this out of nowhere type of antics. And DJ just wasn't having it. He wanted to be a true martial artist. And in martial arts, as you know, there is no such thing as trash talking. It's just going in there, getting the job done, and having respect for your opponent. And he believes that at 1FC, that is what they practice and what they preach. Therefore, they did the trade-off, and Ben Askren, someone that President Dana White once said, we don't really care for him. He can go fight wherever he wants. He is now coming to the UFC. 
Now, of course, Ben Askren is a phenomenal wrestler in the welterweight division. He has said that he doesn't even have to take on Tyrone Woodley for the championship to be the best. But in, in, my, in my opinion, and I, I do think that Ben Askren is a great fighter. I'm not doubting that. However, it's not all that hype to be. I, I, I don't know. I, I, yes, he's a great talker. He sells a lot. I'm not going to deny that. But it's not all. It's not all the hype around it. He was in Bellator for some time. He did his work there. Personally, I'm not a huge fan. I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be great. It'd be interesting to see him. But maybe a little bit overrated in my opinion. He's a great fighter. I'm not taking anything away from him. But I think they just build him up too high. Just my take on it. But it's fun to see that we're seeing this trade up between two promotions in MMA. Something that we never really anticipated, but it's happening, and we are seeing it in history, has happened. Well, this weekend, Daniel Cormier will put his heavyweight title on the line as he takes Derek Lewis. It's his first defense. Derek Lewis, of course, coming off a, an amazing win just a couple of weeks ago, and he's going to get his first crack at the title. Now, what's interesting to know here, and I, before I get to my point, Daniel Cormier by far is going to take this match or fight and win very easily. There's just, just no doubt about that, in my opinion. Very easy match. Very easy fight. Daniel Cormier's wrestling is at another level. And he's not, I highly doubt he will stand up with Derek Lewis because he knows what can happen. And DC is a very smart fighter. Now, there are rumors that Brock Lesnar will be in the house. We understand that he's going to be at WWE Crown Jewel. Now remember, from Saudi Arabia, he might have to stop in New York. And that gives him enough time. So allegedly, according to Daniel Cormier, he said in a recent interview that Brock is supposed to be at Madison Square Garden. But he did say this, that if Brock Lesnar enters the octagon, DC will slap him. He said he owes him one after that other incident where Brock walked into the octagon and pushed and shoved Daniel Cormier. So he has one on him. DC is going to return the favor. Allegedly, this fight is supposed to happen in July. We have not heard word on it yet. Uh, Brock Lesnar, as we know, he's, he's wrestling this, this Friday in, in Saudi Arabia. We're still waiting. But he does look in good shape. But I'm sure sooner rather than later, Brock Lesnar and da Daniel Cormier will fight. It's a money fight, and DC wants to retire. So why not retire and make money out of it? Georgia St. Pierre, of course, we've heard that he wants to return, but he's just looking for the right fight. Well, the right fight, in his opinion, he's named some names, and one of them, well, none other than Habib Nurmagomedov, the night lightweight champion of the UFC. Allegedly, the UFC is in talks with both of these gentlemen, and these two will meet in a super fight. We have not heard any word yet officially, but it is something that is being rumored. In my opinion, I would love to see this fight. I think that they're pretty much evened out other than the fact that the age is the big difference there. Habib, of grace, a phenomenal wrestler. So is GSP. And they can both strike. But I think I slightly give the edge to Habib because of the age factor. But, again, this is a very, very interesting fight. And I would love to see it. I'm sure they're not going to test each other out on the, on the, on the wrestling because GSP knows what Habib is capable of. And so does Habib know of GSP. 
Now, I do think that GSP on the ground has the advantage. I think he's a better grappler, better jiu-jitsu expert when it comes to the floor. But again, this is one of those fights that you can flip a coin and you don't know the result. Well, we'll have to catch you next week right here on The Roman Show. We thank you for tuning in as we get ready for the Halloween holiday this week. Uh, really excited. Hopefully you guys enjoy yourselves um, and have some good time. Make sure you have safe. But I, I, I got to tell you this on a final note. And I'd I like to touch base quickly on the WWE's uh, evolution. Uh, you know, it, it really touched me because it's an opportunity to see these ladies get an opportunity. Now that I'm a father and I have a daughter... I was watching the pay-per-view with my baby, and it shows that, hey, you can be a female, and you can do anything you want. It no longer belongs to the boys. So if one day my daughter decides to be a pro wrestler, then by God, the women right now, and the women previous to this, they were the pioneers, and now there is a chance for women to take the money and run and I thank the WWE for finally listening to the crowd, listening to the universe, and listening to the fans, giving the ladies an opportunity. We'll catch you next week. If you haven't been on, you haven't heard. Happy Halloween, everyone.